Okay, we're ready to go. <laughs> hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing, man? I missed you, man. <laughs> You're in fucking Aruba and you're missing me? <laughs> well, we were texting. We were still texting back and forth. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, it, cost me 10, it cost me $10 a day just to text you. No way. <laughs> yeah, you were the only person I was really... Well, I, my kids too, but... Uh, How was the weather there? Uh, the weather was... Uh, believe it or not, it's their rainy season right now. So it rains for like, you know, 10, 20 minutes, and then it stops. And then the sun comes out, beats the shit out of you. Um, which I have a good Karen story for you, by the way. But I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll end with that. What were you uh, drinking down there? You name it. You know what? Uh, I figured out a while ago that whenever you, wherever you go, drink what's um, what they make there. Like what's uh, when you when you're in Rome, do as the Romans do, right? So, so if I go to like drink? a Caribbean island, I'm gonna drink the rum. Oh yeah. You know? And plus, I was part of an all uh, all inclusive. Um, so I didn't want to really step out of the, um, out the of your lane. here's the deal. Like if, if we really want to go to the very beginning, um, basically what I'm going to give to our audience tonight is a travel advisory. Uh -huh. And basically what I'm telling you is that, uh, unless you absolutely have to go away right now, Don't there's no it. way to get out of it. <laughs> um, reschedule your trip and do it for a time where it's going to be less stressful. Yeah. Cause the truth is. Um, there's a lot of stress involved with traveling right now. There's a lot of hoops that you have to jump through um, that I'll tell you about if you haven't been away uh, or if you're planning to go away, just so you know what you can expect. And um, the first thing is that you have to get tested now, COVID tested. And, um, you know, we were informed by JetBlue about what the protocol was as far as testing, which meant... Um, that Aruba wanted us to get what's called an ED card, uh, proving that we'd be t that we had been tested. Is that erectile dysfunction? Yeah, <laughs> I nailed that one, by the way. <laughs> so, um, so you got to get this. Uh, you got to fill out this form, and then uh, you have to uh, let them know when you're arriving and stuff like that. And you have to get a, a COVID test. Um, within 72 hours of flying. Now, there's two different types of COVID tests that we're all aware of. There's the rapid test, and there's the other one that takes three to five days to get back to you. So when I went for my test, I was thinking rapid the, the rapid test because since it's 72 hours, I want it to be clear uh, so I can go. But that, the, the list that JetBlue had sent me of the test that rapid, rapid test wasn't on there. I took it anyway, but I also took the other three to five te day test, uh -huh. which leaves you in this, the first part of stress. Because you're thinking if this test result has to take three to five days to get back, and I'm already there on my third day, what am I gonna do, quarantine for two days until this test comes back? Well, just so everybody knows, um, the tests come back a lot quicker than they say they're gonna give, uh, come back. So in that way, I was fortunate. Like I went and um, when we landed in Aruba, I had to show them my tests. And uh, the guy said, was no. Your, was that your SAT scores? I would have failed that one. Um, but first of all, have you taken the COVID test yet? I had the one where they stick the thing up into your brain. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's um, it's a long Q. If you haven't had a COVID test, this is what it feels like. There's a long Q-tip, okay? And they take that long Q-tip and they stick it up your nose as far as it can go. Like I had no idea that like my um, my cranium was so close to my like my cerebellum. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's like you're scratching. It's like you're, you're 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 tickling your brain. That's how it feels, okay? And for the rapid test, what they do is they put one in each nostril. And uh, and for the three to five day test, they only stick one, but that one goes all the way up. Oh shit! And just so you know what it's, it's to look forward to, um, your legs. If if you're sitting somewhere when they give you the test and your legs are on the floor, you're, they're going to jump up and down. They're going to jump up and down while they're in your nose. Like it just it's an involuntary action. You can't stop it. And if you're sitting somewhere where you're hanging and your feet are hanging, you you're going to kick the doctor. Yeah. you're going to kick the, and you feel like punching the doctor really you really feel there's a tear that comes down your eye while they're doing the test at, uh, at the same time too like that's how uncomfortable this freaking test is so I had to take two of them on that first sitting and luckily I did take the second one the three to five day test now what happened was I couldn't upload it because this is another part of the stress okay you have to fill out these forms and in order to fill out the form you have to update, uh, upload your test result well, I, for some reason, my test result wouldn't upload. It kept saying the file is too big. I didn't know what the fuck to do. Uh, I put it in PDF. It still didn't work. So I printed out a copy. They said there's an option to print out a copy, bring it with you. So I printed out the copy and I brought it with me. But at the same time, in the meantime, I had called, uh, I got my test done at City uh, MD, which is a decent place to go to. I mean, because they, they, they do it good. So... I was complaining that I couldn't upload it and I needed my results sent to me again in a different format. So she sent me my results, but she didn't send me my results for the first test. Turns out that my results for the second test, the three to five day test came back already. So I actually had both tests with me because you can also test in Aruba once you land, but that costs 75 bucks. My girlfriend had to do that because she lives in Rhode Island and up there they say they have uh, walk-ins and they have drive-throughs. But the thing is, you got to make an appointment up there and you got to do that like at least two weeks before you fly up there. So she couldn't get the test. So she had to pay for the test when we landed, which brought up another problem, because now you have to quarantine until she gets her test results back. And I'm thinking, you know, I can go wherever I want. I, you know, I tested. So fuck you. I'm, 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 I'm going to the beach. Hey, honey, I'm down here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll, send, I'll send you up a drink you know but that's not the case at all because we were in the same room uh they're smart they said i can't go out either so that it turned out okay too because her test came back that she after we landed it came back like about approximately like nine o'clock at night yeah so we were free for the next day to both go to the beach but here's another thing now we go to, you know what it's like you go to the beach you come back you fucking you know sun beaten it, it drained already you know what i'm saying it's the first day we can't get in our room and i'm like what the fuck happened so now we had to go to the desk and it turns out that they either lock you in or lock you out until they get the, your test results oh god which nobody ever told us we got the test results it came in an email and we were free to go because she she tested negative but nobody told us we had to bring it to the desk so then I was like, these fucking scumbags, they locked us out of our room, you know, or locked you in your room. Right. So um, so then we were free to go about um, 
but then like in the middle of the week, we get a notification from New York state that says, um, we need to get tested twice. Once before we leave. And then once when we get back four days after we get back. Now here's the problem now, because now you got to get tested over there and my health insurance doesn't work over there. So now I have to pay. Another 75 bucks. No, because if you wanted to go to the hospital and get it there, it was 75 bucks. But it was like $10 for a cab each way. So now you're up to 100 with the tip. And uh, do you really want to go into a fucking hospital in another country to get a COVID test? No. Yeah. So you can, I went to the city fucking MD, which, is, by the way, they just put up. It's not even like a real doctor's office. You just do it outside. And um, I paid $125 there. Plus for my girls, for so now it was two fifty. So, so we got the test. No, no wonder you wanted the one forty three sixteen from the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That, that, exactly. So, um, so my, what my point is that you know, even though you're trying your best to enjoy, and even though the beaches are incredible, you know what I'm saying. You got that white powder sand, the water. You can get away from everything for moments. Every once in a while, this thing is in the fucking back of your head. Like, oh, where are we going to find the place to get tested now here? Right. You know what I'm saying? And then what am I going to do when I get back? I got to get tested again. So it's just like um, uh, so many hoops to jump through to go away. Uh, and, uh, you know, the original plan was to go to Jamaica, which was in March. If you remember, yeah, we, we, were supposed to, we were supposed to launch on March 16th, March 17th, obviously is St. Patty's day. And then, uh, we were supposed to do the big launch. Remember for, uh, yeah, I remember. inside well, blue three, it was going to be a dinner. It was going to be celebrity film. Yeah. There was going to be, um, remember there was going to be news. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it was going to be documented. It was going to be a big thing. And then it got canceled and listen, you know, we're not crying because the truth is so many people lost a lot more and they're still losing right now. But I'm just stating a fact. The next day was, uh, and I was supposed to leave on the March 19th. Well, that got scrapped. So now you lose the vacation. And when it came time to reschedule, Jamaica wasn't available anymore. Right. They weren't flying into Jamaica. So now you got to make this decision real quick. And uh, I know Aruba, I've been there before. It's, it's, it's a high-end place. And I'm looking at it like, wait a minute, you know, 4,000, a little bit over $4,000 for all-inclusive in, in Aruba? That was the same price I was paying in Jamaica. Aruba's a to totally different vacation because you could leave the resort, you could rent a car, you go where the fuck you want, they got gambling. Right. So I was just like, fuck it, let's do Aruba. You know, why not? I mean, it's a, and then, you forget at the same time that it's also a very, very expensive island. It's it's more than New York. Like you go across the street to grab a couple of things from a, 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 the deli, you know, uh, an ice cream sandwich, some munchies for the room, and it's thirty bucks. You're like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying what the fuck? I got, I got a fucking candy bar, ice cream. We got the munchies, a bag of chips is 30 bucks. What the fuck are we doing here? Well, try drinking out of the uh, hotel bar, you know, the, the, the room bar. No, you didn't, there was no, there was no, uh, there was no hotel bar in, uh, in this place. And like I said, 
you know, you do the best that you can and I wound up having a nice time. Uh, it was fucking hot as shit. You know, it, when it wasn't raining, it was hot as shit. Uh, That's why you traveled there for the hot weather. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not a big tan guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not a sun worshiper. I just, you know what, when I go, this is the way I tan. I tan so I get dark enough just to make everybody that I work with pissed off. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want them to fucking. <laughs> you went away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to let everybody know that you went away, that you work with, that you went away, <laughs> that my life is better than yours. So I'll suffer a little bit while I'm out there. You know what I'm saying? Which brings me up to the Karen moment. This is what, so it's like the third day and uh, I could feel, I could feel like I'm getting burnt right now because I fell asleep, you know, uh, and I'm like, I got to get some shade. And when you go to these places, like they have these little uh, bamboo things you could sit under, two, two, two chairs could sit under, yeah. but they mostly get taken up like early, like normally on a vacation in the Holiday Inn in Aruba, you got to get down there and put your towel down there at 7 a.m. And if you're yeah. smart, what you do is you give the, the server, you know, the, the, the waiters out there, you give them like 20 bucks to put towels out there for you and save your spot. Well, I'm a son, like, I'm going to sit in the sun most of the day, but this day I was fucking burnt to shit. I'm looking around. There's no fucking shade. Like, everybody's sitting in my area. Everybody's got, and I'm looking behind me. I notice there's a, one of those bamboo things with two chairs there. It's got a towel on it. Nobody's been sitting there. I mean, for a while. I had like three drinks and a glass of water, which takes me like two hours and a half. Nobody sat in that fucking chair. But I'm not the type of guy to take somebody's towel off their chair and just fucking move me and my girlfriend there. So what I all I did was I moved my chair back because I noticed that little freaking uh, bamboo tree gave enough shade where I could squeeze my chair there. And a little close to the chair behind me where nobody was sitting in. But... I was in the shade and I didn't have to do that. Right. No sooner did I sit my big fat ass down there, this fucking lady runs out of the, uh, the Oceanside Bar, which is the bar on the beach. It's about 50 feet away with her mask on. Excuse me, excuse me, I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there. I, I'd rather not wear my mask at the beach, okay? I, I, I need you guys to move. You can't sit so close to me. <laughs> so I looked this lady right in the eye, man. And I said, oh, okay, I'm sorry. And I, and I grabbed my bag and my, I put my shirt on, my flip-flops. And then we, we just left to go look for another spot in the shade, which there wasn't. And then I was just like, uh, let's go sit by the pool. Because I'm not a confrontational guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to fight with this lady. So now I'm sitting by the pool, but I got my one eye on Karen. She sat there for about five minutes until she lost us. She couldn't see where we went. And then she went back inside the fucking bar, this freaking bitch. <laughs> but it was good because I, you know, it was the pool was all right. We ordered our food there from uh, Juan Miguel, yeah. which is a Juan Miguel is one of the best waiters, bro. This guy, dude could make a fortune here in New York. Like this guy had mental telepathy. I would be like, I would sit up and go, you know what? I could use another drink right now. Where's and as soon as I turn around, this guy's there, fucking putting. Uh, I either drank my ties or uh, rum punch or pina coladas, banana coladas. Anything with rum. That's some heavy stuff that you're drinking with all that juice. In, you know. Yeah, but, I, you know, like I was having one or two. And then, I, like, the last day I, I had, like, a bunch. Because it was my last day, Thursday. 
And I that's that's the I caught most of this color because that day that's the day I fell out. Fuck it, I was out cold, like snoring on the beach. And what happened to you? You were supposed to have a show tonight. When, when yeah, yeah. Dancing? Okay, so uh, to all the people that Delaney called me, he says you're dead. He spent a hundred bucks on two tickets. That's not true. It wasn't that well, much. But God, he called me. He asked me. No, I know, but it wasn't a hundred bucks or oh, two. Whatever it was, he said you want to come. Yeah, that's okay. Canceled. He goes, what? You didn't know. Well, okay. So here's the thing, okay. Um, And to all the people that purchased tickets to uh, to my album recording, I just wanted to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. We had to reschedule. We had to reschedule because of the ten o'clock curfew that just came down Friday night. And uh, when you do a recording, you have to do it at least two times. Um, just for technical reasons as well. You know what I'm saying? Things can go in and out. It's better to co- have something to cover your ass with. Most people who do uh, specials, they, sometimes they record two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Um, so to just do the one, it was, you were really, really chancing it that it, we were going to have something to use. And at the same token, the decision's basically out of my hands because I was working through uh, a company uh, 800 pound gorilla and uh, it, it was their call but at the same time I would have made the same call you know like once I was in Aruba but you know you still get the news over there and I probably was more aware of what what was going on being over there than over here because over here you're like freaking a bit uh, you know I you're oblivious you live- Cuomo bought tickets to your show you had to bag it too because that was his rule <laughs> So yeah, so I'm. Uh, I just um, emailed uh, the people. I'm sure there's a the refund coming to all the people that purchased tickets online. Uh, you wouldn't have to worry about that. Your money's good, and if you don't get it um, within a certain amount of time, just uh, reach out to me, and uh, you know I'll put your email in the spam. I'll pay for it out of his bank account. <laughs> I'll put your email in the spam. Refund out of his Patreon money. <laughs> So yeah, so so that was the that was the the trip right there. We we did a lot of the good things. I, I visited. Uh, it just so happened that when I was on a, uh, one of my excursions, which was uh, you use like a, a UTV, one of these little uh, things with the the wheels and stuff, and they take you around the Ruba, which is is it's interesting. You know, uh, they have a pri- they have a prison there, bro, the size of fucking <laughs> like a prison over here in New York state, like, and I'm like, this is 19, this whole island is 19 miles long and like seven, no, nine feet wide. Like, well, why do you have a prison that size? Um, and apparently the tourist population is very, very insulated and taken care of. They want to make sure that, you know, cause that's 95% of their, no, I think it's 85% of their, um, their income comes from, from tourism. Yeah. So that, that girl that was murdered there, you remember um, Holloway. Holiday? Holiday was that her last Holloway was the name. Holloway, yeah, Holloway. Yeah, Patrice O'Neill had a great joke uh, in, um, I think it was actually called, the uh, what's it called? The, that saying that the gorilla in the room, what's that called? The elephant in the room. The elephant in the room, that's his special. The elephant in the room, yeah, he does a joke about that. Uh, I think it's Vanessa Holloway. Um, it's a great, it's a phenomenal joke, but yeah, that killed their little tourism. So they're very protective of the tourist over there. You can rent a car, you can drive around wherever you want. 
Um, but on the tour, I did stop by, I saw the, uh, the police uh, station there, the, uh, the precinct. So I took a picture, uh, uh, I posted it on Instagram too. Uh, the captain, uh, the CEO was kind enough to come out and give me um, a patch. A little patch there, yeah. Yeah, his name was Young. So I'm going to send him an NYPD patch with a couple of uh, flyers for the are podcast. Gonna be, are you going to be home with scissors cutting the patches out of your old shirts? <laughs> yeah, I might have to do that. I'm, like, I'm not driving into the city yeah, in the middle of COVID. Some some patches, I, I think I have a couple of patches laying well, around. There's a place in the Bronx that might happen, though. Isn't there there's a police supply store? Yeah, they were very nice. I didn't really see a big police presence when I was there, to tell you the truth. Um, maybe I saw one cop. But like I said, it's it's paradise because it's not something you really have to worry about. You know, like, uh, you know, I saw, I took this other excursion. It was uh, snorkeling and we saw this ship that had sunk. And there was a German ship from World War II. And uh, it was interesting because like, I never saw like a sunk, I've seen a, a sunken car. Uh, that was at Orchard Beach here in the Bronx. <laughs> But I never, I never saw a ship. <laughs> I saw a Volkswagen, but I never saw an actual ship. Doing more episodes like this, people are going to say, "Police off the cuff is a sunken ship." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so um, that was another excursion that I did. It was worthwhile. It was, it was fun, man. It was fun. It was, it's good to get away. Let's put Don't it that way. For ten days? No, ten days. I don't know if I could do 10 days. I think nine days would be okay. You know, you never want to, it always goes so quick, but at the same time, if you got shit going on over here, it's like, all right, I, I, there's so many things I need to get back to. You know what I'm saying? So um, 10 days is a lot. Like 10 days I would do like if I went to Europe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think we got to figure like out a way. It's a messed up time to travel right now. It's just, you can't enjoy it. No, it's not worth it, really. They don't want you to go. No. You know what I'm saying? They really don't want you to go. And I kept getting these messages from uh, in the middle of the week. I started getting these messages from the New York State Sheriff's Department saying, you know, we know you're from New York and you have to quarantine for 14 days. But at the same time, I'm getting these messages. I'm also getting, I'm also uh, filling out a form for New York State um, that I, you know, saying that I promised to get tested twice, once before I leave and once before I get here on my fourth day. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, they're sending me mixed messages. So that's another stressful thing. Well, you know something? They don't even account for parolees and people released from prison as much as they do people traveling, you know? Yeah, and like the weirdest thing is like, you know, the test that I took in uh, in Aruba before I left, one of the things that it said was, oh, you don't have to, you, you can still fly. You don't have to uh, have your results yet. I got the results before I left because I took it a day before and it took less than 24 hours for me to get my results. But um, I mean, just think about it. It's like I'm getting on a plane right now. And you don't even know my results. It's just for contact tracing. Like if I did come back positive, then everybody on the plane would have to fucking be notified. The, the captain, the freaking, it's just a fucking nightmare. 
It's like um, yeah, I think they'd throw you in the Aruba prison once you got there. Yeah, that's a fucking. Pr- I got to show you p- pictures of this prison, man. It's fucking big. I'm like, I was, I was uh, in the. I went to um, Ang- not Anguilla, um, St. Kitts. Uh huh. Went into their prison. It was like scary. Uh huh. Been out of like the 17th century, you know. Yeah, this one looked modern, and when I, when I, I mean, I'm talking about like because my tour guide, um. He's pointed over there, like he didn't know I was a retired cop. He pointed up to the uh, place over there. You know what that is? I said, yeah, it's a prison. <laughs> he goes, oh, how did you know? I was like, how could you not know? Yeah. It's fucking, you know, it looks, it, it has the barbed wire going all around it, but I'm talking about big, like the way you'd see a prison in Jersey, like, or upstate yeah, New York, yeah, big. Yeah, like a big prison, not a fucking little and they have three jails there too, and a prison. Wow. So there's some shit popping off over there. Well, the whole Caribbean is big time involved in the drug trade. That's known, but they try to keep that on the DL, you know. There's a thing that you can rent over there. It looks like a torpedo. It's like this, uh, it looks like a bullet, and it's shaped like a bullet. And then it's got these two handles on the side. So I see this guy. He's uh he's using this thing to swim across the beach in the water, right? He's in the water. He's going across the ocean. Then he stops and he starts talking to somebody. So I told my girlfriend, I said, oh, that guy's dealing drugs. Because in Jamaica, you could be swimming and somebody just pops up out of the water. Bloop, 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 bloop. Yeah, man, you want to buy some weed? And like, where the fuck did this guy come from? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, he's opening up. Do you have cash on you or a credit card? Yeah, let me swipe it. <laughs> he's I have opening... to swipe credit card. <laughs> he's opening up his, uh, his, his scuba vest. He's like, yeah, look, I got gold. <laughs> all this shit. So I'm thinking this guy's dealing drugs. Uh, I t- and I even told the guy that because I talked to him later on. Yeah. No, he's renting these things out. It's like 90 bucks for an hour, $120 for two hours. And it's a little thing that basically it uh, it's like being on a jet ski, but just the top front of it. And it brings you around and you can bring it underneath the water. All you got to do is aim and it brings you underneath the water as far as you want to go. And uh, I saw some guy when we went on an ex- uh, excursion using it. Uh, you know, scuba diving with it. And it looked really cool. Yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't be able to fucking do that. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't hold my breath for more than like five seconds. But everything there costs a fortune though, right? Yeah, well, I told you, it was 90 bucks for an hour and 120 for two hours, you know? And at some point you want to just take that freaking thing and just go right to the shipwreck because you can, get, it looks like the Titanic. Yeah. You can go down there and freaking, it's, it's, it's an unbelievable thing to see uh, a ship down there and like you know just time stood still <laughs> so what did i miss not that much man it's just uh everyone's suing over this election it seems but i don't think there's a prayer for that i think it's he is biden is president-elect that's for sure you know well if you if you pay attention to this uh sydney powell She'll tell you a different story. Yeah. Uh, she's the, she's the, I don't know whether she's the lead lawyer for, uh, for Trump, but she's running the show there. And uh, she's the one that got Michael Flynn to, to backpedal his plea and, uh, and plead not guilty and which is unheard of, 
by the way, to drop a plea, take a plea, and then some lawyer tells you, uh, you know, we can get out of this. Right. You know, and, and you do. You do get out of it. So this lady's not playing around, and she seems to think her words were, um, there's so much evidence, it's like it's coming out of uh, a, a hose. Huh. Coming through, that's how much. So I, I be, I'll be honest with you, I'm very confident in the fact that something's going to happen and uh, it, it's it's going to be overturned. You think so? That, uh, that's just my opinion. That's the, From watching this lady and the way she operates, uh, I have complete faith in her. Oh, isn't Giuliani his main attorney? Uh, yeah, but uh, this this Giuliani, I don't think can can hold the flame to this girl. This this lady's unbelievable. I mean, what she's the her confidence and what she's talking about when she gets into court, forget it. It's they're gonna that that Dominion machine. They're gonna be able to prove that um, you know they knew that it was faulty, and they chose to still use it. Right. So all those votes are gonna be thrown out, and once that gets thrown out, now. Because the same exact thing that they pulled here with uh, stop counting the votes at like midnight or twelve thirty, whatever, they did it in Venezuela, and they took the same show on the road, I think, to Russia or somewhere else. So there's a pattern of this ex- same exact uh, situation. Well, you know they- the guy, the guy we had on our show, George Santos, uh-huh. he was leading for just till recently. He was leading by one and a half percentage points, and the same thing, all the. Um, the mail-in votes came in, and he lost by one and a half percentage points. Yeah, there's a, there's, there's a. I don't know what's going to happen, but there's going to be a moment there where time stands still, and uh, that's why. That's why you know what the reason why I believe it too is, if you watch the news, um, they're always using like the same kind of wording up front, uh, president uh, elect, which is not. You know what I'm saying? It hasn't been deemed yet. Uh, or uh, recently elected president Biden, this, that, and the other. It, they're trying to like do this mind fucking fu- mind fuck yeah. people that, you know, I, it's, I don't know who they think they're dealing with. You, you don't have uh, how many, how many freaking people showed up at that rally? I mean, it's not going to, it's not going to go over that easy. Um. I mean, let me ask you a question, though, because this is one thing that I was thinking about when I was away. Like, was this a smart move? Because the reality is we're still dealing with the COVID right now. And uh, you could basically get in your first year of presidency and that's going to consume it. And then you're going to have to deal with the economy and all the repercussions of a possible another shutdown. And then the whole time this is going on, uh, Trump is on, sitting on the sideline, gearing up for uh, to announce after your second year of presidency that he's going to run again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So wouldn't it be better to just get the freaking thing over with? You know what I'm saying? I mean, what? What? I, I don't understand. It could be, once again, another huge miscalculation by the Democratic Party, because you're going to you're just going to get a bag of shit up front. Yeah. And by the time the coast clears and you didn't even get the majority in the Senate. They got a lot more seats in Congress now, 
it, nothing went your way. It's, it's not a freaking great time to take over right now. I would have rather let the, because what happens after eight years, usually if you follow, you know, the presidencies in this country is that you usually flip parties because the other party is fed up enough and they're all going to come out and vote. And, and but, you know, they, they, they chose to use this thing. It's going to backfire. Once again, it's going to backfire. Yeah. We'll see. I think they just wanted the power. You know, they want. To... Well, even if, like I said, even if they get it, let's say Biden becomes president, what are you saddled with right now? Progressives, look at, look at, uh, you can't tell me he's not happy that, that they, uh, the Republicans won the Senate and he's ho probably hoping that they win in Georgia because that's the only way to keep, keep that progressive movement at bay. You could always blame it on the Republicans, not, you know, not letting whatever you want pass. These yeah. progressive agendas. Yeah, so leave some of their ideas like forgiving student loans. I'm like, what? I worked three jobs to put my kids through school. You know? Yeah, well, the, the, it's just a, a, a the, that whole thing is just a question of redistributing wealth. When we take yeah. it away from, um, you know, the kids who are going to college, who's paying for that? The taxpayers who work blue collar jobs right. without a college education. You're paying for this fucking, you know, this guy. Uh, well, I don't even know what the, he's an Indian guy. I saw him talking about it. Uh, DD, the loser, the La Rosa, whatever. I, I'm fucking horrible with his name, but. That's what he mentioned, that it's just a question of redistributing wealth, you know? Uh, so listen, here's another thing. It doesn't affect me at all. As a matter of fact, I lost my job working in the police academy under the Trump administration. So, yeah. it, it, you know, as far as student debt goes, Let's just say for argument's sake, they're looking to uh, get rid of, you know, you can excuse $50,000 worth of student debt. My daughter's coming up. Uh, my, my son, I paid for his uh, undergrad. Now he's studying nursing. So if he gets to the end of the 15 month and they come up with this stuff, I don't have to pay that. Uh, he doesn't have to pay that. Yeah. And my daughter, I'm gonna be like, she's finishing up college now. Go for your master's right now. You're not gonna have to pay $50,000 worth. It's crazy. So it's, it's, a, it's a win win as far as I'm concerned. You know, nutty, nutty, nutty. I think I don't know. I don't know if that, that will happen, but uh, there's some crazy. Some of the things that uh, Trump did, they're going to try to undo. You know, like immigration and stuff like that. I don't know if they're going to have open borders. You know, but they think that the taxpayers can pay for everything. That they, you know, they just want to give shit away. Well, they have to bring back those. Uh, those. Uh, people that work illegally, if somebody's got to do the work. Yeah. Especially now that you made uh, $15 the minimum wage. Yeah. Somebody's got to do the work. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I of all the things done, you know, like I think there should have been a, a thing where uh, a path to immigration should have been created. To me, that was- no, a, a path to citizenship, you mean? Yeah, path, path to citizenship should have been created. And it's like, if you're here for a certain amount of years and, uh, you know, you've been paying taxes, you should have a path to citizenship. I, I'm not really sure why why that never came up. This, you know, it's like, um, you know, and in hindsight, too, I read somebody that said, uh, 
you know, the biggest problem with this whole election was that, uh, like, if you watch the show, The Apprentice, you know, Trump always kicked people off when, you know, they messed up. Right. They couldn't see the bigger picture, right? Well, you're fired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the reality is, you know, when, when he started saying no to the mail-in ballots, he created this, the, this thing of, uh, you know, the, the red wave. Imagine owning a store, you know, you, ha you have a business and you're turning away currency. I mean, who would do that? No, I got it. You want cash? I got a fucking machine here. You could pay with a debit card. You know what I'm saying? You want to bring something in? Well, fucking, uh, we'll bought it for, I'm taking anything right now. I got to get rid of this shit. So you never, you never get rid of, uh, you know, they, they could have done the same thing with the mail-in ballots, you know, fucking had buses and fucking trucks showing up with fucking hundreds of thousands of ballots ready to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I don't, I don't know how you you look. I, I'm not claiming. A lot of people claiming that the uh, election was you know fraudulent and all this. I don't have any specific information that I know of that someone's convinced me that it was fraudulent. I don't know. I I, I know there's uh, there's some incidents they're they're claiming, but I don't you know I don't know if they're going to be able to prove it prove that you know. Yeah, you know what? Me neither. And uh, like the truth is, if I can go into a I, if I can go into a time again where I didn't give a fuck about politics, I'd be so happy. Like, well, you know, one thing that struck me, though, is that, you know, they boarded up all the stores in New York City and then Trump lost and there was no problems. If Trump would have won, what was going to happen? There's going to be riots all over the place. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think that's a foregone. Everybody knows that. That's disturbing. You know, that's disturbing. There's no argument against that. Um, look at the rally that happened the other day and how, you know, uh, Antifa waited until, you know, the nighttime when it wasn't that many people out and they chose to attack. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're up against right now. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, um, it's it's a tough time, you know, really. But at the same time, it's like, it's like, how does this affect me? Do you know what? Why am I getting pulled into it? It doesn't. The only job I lost in the last fucking eight years was under Trump because of this defund the police. So I'm not a. Uh, none of this affect. It's not going to make my life one better one way or the other. So all I really am for is pro-law enforcement for my brothers and sisters in blue so they can go home every single night. I hate right. the attacks on the police. I hate that to fund the police. I hate uh, this idea that it's okay to uh, to resist arrest and fight and, and all this shit and all the bad stuff. That's where my heart lies. Yeah, me too. That's all I fucking like give some, a some politician who was just in the, the post today uh, wants to take <laughs> away the uh, power of the police to pull cars over. Uh -huh. That is the most outrageous thing. Because how do criminals travel back and forth to, 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 to commit crimes? In a, in a car, you know? So if the police can't pull them over and to, to check out what may have just happened, it's, it, it's outrageous, you know? Well, I mean, look at Oregon that they just... Um... They legalized all drugs. And now Minneapolis, 
they're going through a whole bunch of stuff right now because of the the defund the, the police as far as crime is concerned. Yeah, they're trying to hire other police to fill in for their police that they don't have anymore. So there's definitely going to be like, you know, places that if you want to be a criminal, you can go. And if you choose to live there in that environment, uh, you're going to have to pretty much defend yourself. Yeah. This Listen, this country is built on states and every state has the opportunity to kind of sort of live the life that they want. And if that's what they want to be, I'm fine with it. If I want to go to a place where I can let loose for a weekend and not worry about getting arrested, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to go to Seattle or Minneapolis. Yeah, but you may become prey to the criminal element. Nah, I'm going to get fucked up and start some shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm nobody's prey. Yeah. We're coming up on 40 minutes. You want to, uh, this is just for our Patreon crew, right? Yeah. Um, you want to talk well, what the, the lady, the lady that I was telling that what I wanted to close with was the lady that came running out of that Oceanside thing must've been looking at me with binoculars for freaking half hour. And that was my, that was one of my most recent Karen moments. And if you don't think it's a thing, it's a freaking thing. You know, uh, well, it's, all, it's all people that in essence just don't mind their own business. That they're in everyone else's business. Like my friend was at the gym the other day. He was in a glassed-in racquetball court and he took his mask off. Someone from the other side of the glass was like pointing at the mask. Like, hey, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? There's Mm -hmm. plexiglass between you and me. Just shut up, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a Karen moment too, right? Yep. You know what? It's, it's, you know, because our friend, I don't know if you know Kenny Ortega. But he's a comedian, and uh, he's he's a great great guy, and he has the COVID now, and he's on a respirator. They had to induce a coma. Just uh, so I'm praying for him every day. Uh, it's just one of these things. that's like, it's there, man. Yeah. Thing, but unfortunately, it just attacks. It's like being in a situation where we're all out at like a barbecue and one of us gets eaten alive by mosquitoes, you know? And I, you know, you leave and you're like, what the fuck happened to you? And like, I don't know, I don't, fuck, I don't fucking know. Like nobody else, maybe you got one, I got one, but this guy got fucking, it's just, it, it attracts to certain people, certain blood type, I don't know what the fuck it is. But if you, that's the thing, if you're one of those people, then it's, it's a bad situation. So we kind of sort of have to look out for those people. I don't mind wearing my mask. No, I, I don't look. I don't mind that either. I do not want to get this. I don't want anyone in my family or my friends or anyone to get it. But there's all you know. There's certain things where people just like the little rats. You know, I can't, you know. I I was taking a spin class the other day by myself in the spin room. So I took my mask off. I was like, if someone sees me, they're gonna be like, he, there's a guy in that room taking. Uh-huh by himself with no one around but his mask is off you know uh, like yeah because somebody will walk by there with no intention of ever doing that right. and see without a mask go well what happens if i wanted to go in there now yeah, i can't right, right now i can't go in there because yeah. he's without his mask you know yeah i mean before i left and i was in the gym i saw 
you know, I would go on the treadmill and walk and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, at some point my, my, uh, my mask goes below my nose just so I can breathe. Uh, and you know, you got to say a certain amount of treadmills away from everybody else anyway, but then there's also this guy who's running full tilt for some reason. Right. And he's got his mask down over here and it's like, all right, like, what are you, why, why are you running so fucking hard that you can't fucking like easy man go outside if you're gonna run that hard you know what i'm saying we're just trying to stay like far to, yeah around the world we're trying to keep that 15 pounds that 15 uh covet pounds down to 15 because everybody's gained some oh weight. man that's it i can't you know my diet has gone off the rails since i've been doing this shit you know i looked at a picture of that i posted with the instagram with me and the uh the cop from uh aruba and i'm like what the fuck happened to me, man? <laughs> I got these jowls. I got this fucking yeah. fat hanging off my arm. I used to have a fucking, I used to be like, I'm a 53 old man, man. <laughs> there's, nothing, <laughs> there's nothing I can do. No, you got to really live a clean, clean so, life. So we got a, a big guest coming up, right? What, what do we got coming up? We got a, a guy named on Thursday, Adam Kinnikin. And he's like, in, he actually has one of the top uh, law enforcement training, let's put training podcasts in the country. Uh-huh. So, but he's, uh, he's from Canada, actually. I think he was a soldier and he teaches all kinds of things. I kept thinking James Shanahan would be great to be on the show with him. You know? uh-huh. Yeah. They could, argue, they could argue about uh, the escalation techniques. <laughs> no, it would be interesting to hear, like, what, what, I mean, I didn't even know how you can approach training right now like what are uh, these trainers even bring into the because well the truth is you know they want to cut back on everything so training is another thing that's gonna like as you can attest to it's gonna bite the dust because they don't want to pay for it you know yeah but well you know what they did with uh they announced while i was away that they're using well the training that i was doing is changed now so what's going to happen is for nonviolent calls, which I still don't know how they're going to pull this off, there's going to be a clinician and like... You're talking about mental health calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah mental health calls. Yeah. They're going to have like, I don't know, two social workers and a clinician show up. But I still don't know how they're going to deem what's nonviolent. It's still like a cluster. Well, it's, it's almost like, say, a car accident. They're saying they don't want the police to respond to car accidents, mm. but how many car accidents become full-fledged fights, fist fights? Well, I got, um, you mentioned that, and I was uh, I was going to a gig in the Bronx a couple, uh, probably maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago. Some dude took a stop sign and hit me. Uh, I had the right of way. <coughs> and he got out of the car and he was, well, you know, I was a young kid. And it was all like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, dude, you took the stop sign. Look, it's right there. And then he looked and he saw, and it, it hit him that he's wrong. Right. So he went He went back in his car. And before you know it, like, he lived in a neighborhood. I was surrounded. I was surrounded by all these young guys, 20-somethings that live in that neighborhood. But I was already smart enough. Like, I was... I wasn't going to go out there and talk shit. I was sitting in my car, but they, they were walking around me like, oh, why don't you come out? And they, they had a bunch of things to say. And right. uh, 
you know, it was, uh, but that's what the right, world. That's is what a car accident can become. Yeah. yeah. You're not smart enough to uh, sit in your car. Well, let's gonna... send some violence interrupters to car accidents. You know, it's like these idiots that are devising these plans are really, they're politicians that have never uh, done anything in their entire life, you know? Yeah. I mean, their heart is in the right place, but they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They're living in a fantasy world. When you start thinking, they don't know what it's like to be around people that, are, that you know, don't really like, you know, give a fuck about you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to steal your shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so we're going to find, they're going to find out. Th these things have a way, you know, we're almost uh, cursed with, in the NYPD with the numbers that we kept for almost 20 years because people that live there now have no recollection to what it used to be. Right, right. So they don't have any reference point. They're walking around in these neighborhoods and I look at them, I'm like, what? Is this the way it used to be? <laughs> I'm like, oh, you, you that's where you live? Oh, you live in, <laughs> really? You, you know in... what I love too is the press will be like, even though the numbers have gone up a hundred something percent, it's still nowhere near as bad as it used to be. Like, how do you, as a journalist, write some horse shit like that? You know? Yeah, that's it. Well, uh, unfortunately, I think these journalists' are, hands are tied. You, you, um, you can write as many articles as you want. We'll hire you, but they have to have a certain slant. Yeah, of course they do. Yeah. You know, they can't. Uh, and if you write something that doesn't fit, you know, you're gonna get a. You, you, it's not going to make the paper. No. You learn quickly. Well, it's, it's called um, corruption through omission. Just don't yeah. write about it. If, yeah. You, know, you don't like what happened, don't write about it. You know? Exactly. Well, there's a whole bunch of that. But, you know, once again, these things go through their, uh, you're going to see platforms popping up now uh, for an alternative viewpoint on things that happen. Parlor is one of them. I went on there though. It's not, that that site's not ready. Well, it's not ready, but they did have an exodus that got there, and you know things have a way of catching up, and um, you know that's the first of its kind or the second of its kind. Newsmax may be another one, even yeah. though they have like money coming in from the uh, from Democrats as well. But um, somewhere where you can go and you can get like just unbiased news, like what happened. You know what I'm saying? And you right, figure, right, right. you know, as opposed to something with an obvious slant. Well, I think that we have to uh, keep plugging our Patreon because we, we need money. <laughs> well, I guess we'll do this. Well, we got, you know, we got one more, uh, one more benefactor on our anchor. So we yeah, yeah, we'll take it from where a month. And that's just a donation. Uh-huh. No, it's cool, man. Listen, it, you know, we're, we're doing our best here. We're trying to survive. Um, we have incredible content. We got a fantastic library. Jump on, get aboard. Um, big things are, are going to happen. This is not going to last forever. And, uh, you know, we're the voice of reason in a way, I guess, right? I think we are the voice of reason, you know? We're reasonable people. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we, listen, that's all you want. You want somebody who's reasonable. Like, you know, I think that's, you know, something there's a standard called reasonableness, right? <laughs> yeah, I think it's important. 
I think it's important because, I mean, look at why Joe Rogan is so popular. It's because Reasonable. <laughs> he's not picking a side and, and so stuck to it. There's some things he believes in this way, some things he believes in that way. That's the way we should all be. You know, part of the problem is that, you know, most people are doing stuff. They don't want to, like, really know that much about politics. They don't give a fuck about it. But they figure, all right, I'll just pick a side and make it easier so I can go about doing what I normally do. I mean, I, I, I never gave a fuck. I, I can't recall a time in my life where I gave that much. It never made a difference between the money that I was making, you know, but it's become a soap opera. Yep. And, uh, you know, they're asking us to fight on their behalf. And I, I'd rather not. Yeah. I just want to do my comedy. I want to write my stuff. Uh, you know, that's what I want to do, man. And uh, make sure that my brothers in blue are all protected and that they're not getting abused out there. And, uh, and we're just pawns in this fucking game. They use us like uh, for whatever they want. You numbers. know what I'm saying? It's numbers. It's a number. And it backfired. It really did backfire, though. If you look at a lot of reports, even the, even from uh, the Democrats, they'll say that this defunded police backfired. They lost Senate seats. They lost congressional seats. They thought they were going to flip the Senate. They didn't. Yeah. Um, they thought they, they were going to gain congressional seats. They didn't. This defunded the police was a bad fucking mm -hmm. idea. And eventually they're all going to backpedal from it. Um, because at some point you need, even in Seattle and even in Minneapolis and Oregon, you need people there that have businesses, that uh, own property, that want to live there. Yeah. No, you know that's, what I'm that, that's the uh, the backbone is people that are paying the taxes. Yeah, even as liberal as I am, I don't, I want to feel safe. Uh, this is not, I didn't sign up for fucking anarchy and 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 oh. like you know walk. I can't walk on my side outside my house. Some of these places have a homeless um, uh, nest that it's 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 unbelievable how many people are homeless. Yeah, and mentally ill too. They're putting them all over the streets now. You know. Yeah, I read that uh, just uh, I just read a fourteen year old kid was autistic was robbed by two homeless guys on down in uh tribeca by lafayette street uh -huh. i mean that's the kind of shit that's going on because one of these two homeless guys that are mentally ill doing out on the street you know unsupervised and you know robbing some poor 14 year old autistic kid well the people that chose to bail out you know good riddance fuck you and i, I hope wherever you go it, it turns out worse for you because no, because they could have stayed here and fought and formed coalitions and, and, and battle these new laws and fight for the city. And instead, they took their money and they Let got to walk In a year and a half, someone just like de Blasio is going to get elected mayor. So you can't fucking win. No, we don't know. We don't know that. We don't know that. Don't okay. jinx us. I bet you that. I bet you that's going to happen. It's not, it's not time for a Republican or a conservative yet. They're going to have another asshole like the Blasio get elected. Guaranteed. There's like three or four assholes in line that are just like him waiting to run. All right, we'll see. Sorry to, to end the show on such a high note, but uh, you well, have... I mean, you, you could be right in the fact that, you know, the, a lot of people bailed out and, uh, you know, they could have helped. Yeah. And, uh, well... 
you know, then the, the mass exodus continues. I mean, there's states that we as retired police officers can go to where it's uh, your pension is not taxed and uh, they're thriving. Tennessee, Everyone's moving to Florida. Uh, one of the Carolinas, Florida, North Carolina, uh, Austin, Texas is supposed to be thriving. Uh, there's a bunch of places that you can go to Florida, you know, uh, God bless you. You know, I mean, I'm not like the only reason why I'm, you know, uh, I'll stay in New York is twofold. Hopefully comedy will come back and two of my kids are here. So I'm not going to go anywhere, but uh, a comedy club in, uh, in Boca. I'm okay, man. I, I run silent. I run deep. That's how I run. Silent and deep. <laughs> all right, brother. All right. So we'll we'll see all you guys on Thursday. We'll be on Facebook Live at seven o'clock with special go guest Adam Kinnikin, who's a uh, trainer for law enforcement worldwide. And uh, we'll try to. We got some big things potentially in the works, but we can't talk about them because when you talk about them. Beat yourself, and we're hoping that one of these things comes true eventually, and uh, we'll be living large. <laughs> All right, we'll reconnoiter. All right, good night. Good night, All right, buddy. Good to see you. You too.